evening and welcome to Stone Monkey Radio and Curiosity Epidemic's Polyarmory. Except it's not. Whoa. Uh, we're having a, a winter festival special and we have a special guest. Austin. Austin? That you. That's me. Austin, I'm Austin. Hello. What do you do? Where are you found and how can you sell stuff to us? <laughs> well, I don't engage in any crass capitalism. So, I mean, I'm Austin Yorski. You can find me at Austin Yorski on Twitter and patreon.com slash Austin Yorski. That's where I'm located. That last one sounded like capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I'd say it's more of a it's more of a mutual aid kind of situation, you know? Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not keeping anyone's surplus uh, value for their labor is the important thing. Uh, wow, we really just got right into the marks, huh? Just no... <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm Austin Yorski. You might know me from Dice Funk, which is the podcast I do now. I used to do other things. I don't do those anymore. <laughs> I think maybe we, I should just stop bringing them up. It just causes problems. Should we introduce who the rest of us are? If there are people who are like, oh, Austin's on a thing. We should listen to that, but don't know who anyone else here is. Yeah, who are you? I'm Boys. Laura. I do things on the internet at Laura K. Buzz, and I made a book about video game character butts that is Jane's got over there on the I'm table. I'm stroking it right now. Yeah, things this one I has actually from... touched your butt. Yeah, things I learned from Mario's butt. It is a physical book you can buy with, like, a picture of Isabel from Animal Crossing's butt telling you why, like, it tells... What, what does it tell you about her as a character? You've got to read the book to find out. She was like, I could sign it if you want. I was like, no, I want to rub it on your butt. This is the only one that has touched the author's butt. I, I'm pretty certain that's true. I don't remember putting any of the others on my butt. No. Nick, who are you and what do you do? Oh... I'm Nick. I do nothing. I am a internet hermit by design. God, that sounds so good. Fuck, <laughs> I wanted to redo my entire life. I want to respec. <laughs> want to respec in Nick. Yes, spec into hermit. <laughs> oh, God, that sounds incredible. Not having anyone be mad at me for my opinions. Not having wow. to say something every time there's a news story. God. Yeah, doesn't that sound appealing? Just not internet. Maybe you should just do a swap. If if I can, I will pump or uh, pimp one thing. <laughs> that is, <laughs> you can pump something if you want. <laughs> that is the uh, Instagram of my guinea pig, <gasps> the Bumbly Bee. It's an adorable guinea pig. The Bumbly Bee. Yes. I am seeing that in the roll twenty. It's very cute. Yeah, That's a very good guinea pig. Well, there's also a Becky. Me. I'll do love. How Who do. are you? And what do you do? I'm Northerner. <laughs> is, is that what you wanted? That feels like what you wanted from the way That's you introduced me. I am Becky Tootill. I can be found as at Becky Tootill on Twitter and under Curiosity Epidemic on YouTube, where I make Podquisition but animated. And on top of that, I can be found hanging out on Thursdays with Jen. Hello, it's me. I do this. Should we start again and just keep going? <laughs> um. So I put together a little one-page, one-shot RPG that hasn't been tested, so let's see how this goes. All the best ones are never tested. Um, so basically, today we are pulling <laughs> the Elon the Musk cable. method. <laughs> Just <laughs> letting your rockets blow up on the pad in front of everyone. Yeah, but I paid for them, so what the fuck? <laughs> today we're going to tell the, fairy, the story of the very first unicorn dance party. <gasps> Hopefully. Because if this all goes horribly wrong, there will be a time paradox, and that won't be true. Well, we'll find out. We're going on a unicorn-based adventure of some sort today. So we have we have my f- four favourite unicorns. I need everyone to roll a d8 and tell me uh, which unicorn you've got. Can we start with Austin? 
Oh yeah, good thing we're starting with me because I already hit the button, and it would have been very embarrassing if we were starting with someone else. No, that... <laughs> three. Uh, you are the giddy corn. You're just so happy, like a kid's cartoon. That's fair. Is this like the unicorn you would find in like you know the 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 Lego movies um, business cat equivalent of like just yeah. very energetic? Oh, I was thinking more like a like a Care Bear. Okay. Sickly like, sweet. I'm so happy and good, and it's all good. Ah. I would love to be a Care Bear. That sounds the best. I mean, I'd love to be a bear in general, but now is your chance to be well, a Care Bear in unicorn form. Well, I just rolled a six. What kind of unicorn am I? You are Sergeant Armycorn. Oh no. <laughs> You fought in several unicorn wars. Oh no, not the unicorn wars. Yep. yep. You, Austin, you get to live such a charmed, happy, colourful, <laughs> cartoonish life because I fought in the unicorn wars for you. Oh, yeah, I take it for granted. <laughs> oh, I will be reminding you at every chance I get. I fought in the goddamn unicorn wars for you. If it wasn't for you, I'd be speaking goblin right now. <laughs> wow. Uh. As if, as if unicorns would ever learn another language. <laughs> Nick, who are you? Uh, I rolled a seven. You rolled a seven? You're a brownicorn. Oh, God. Uh, you're just the most jock, jock unicorn that there could possibly be. Yes. Good luck. <laughs> and Becky. I Monster. rolled a five. Oh, goodness. Don't say that. Oh, goodness. <laughs> no, stop it. I said not to oh. do that. Are you sure about this? It was definitely a five. You are uh, Princex Cornucopia, uh, sworn to protect the land of Dimethyltryptia. Aha! I don't know enough about chemistry to get this joke. It's 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 drugs. Shh. Sorry, it's not drugs. It's <laughs> it's something else. Cool. So we have our unicorns gathered. Why is the server one the DMT unicorn? <laughs> I will. I will let you all know now. My 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 unicorn will not answer to anything other than sergeant. So be ready for that. <laughs> then maybe Becky won't answer to anything other than princess. That is acceptable. So there you go. <laughs> you once lived in a beautiful kingdom, a beautiful land that was full of flowers and berries and candy and nice stuff and dancing and all the unicorns danced all the time and it was lovely. But it's been getting cold, real cold. There's a lot of snow everywhere. It's real sad. And you've decided to go and see the spirit of the forest to try and find out what's going on. Okay. During during every scene throughout this whole one shot, I want everyone to be picturing the sergeant just glazing off into the middle distance, having flashbacks about the war. Just just a little bit of a thousand yard stare every now and then. We're just periodically adding the sound of explosions. <laughs> I think it's important to establish, like, what what kind of wars do unicorns fight? Are they wars of aggression? Are they? Oh, oh! You have never seen more of just a straight up bloodbath than a unicorn war. (laughs) Just goring each (laughs) other. For a world that is as sweet and colorful and unendingly magical as the unicorn world, you don't get that through through wars of you know paperwork. No, they are one. There's no unicorn cold war. No, there's no unicorn cold war. They'd be like, oh, you, you aren't going to launch your missile yet? I'll launch mine first. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm now picturing this is, it's, it's fucking adventure time. It's colourful worlds with the atom bomb just in the start of the intro. Ah, you fought in the mushroom wars. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so is it actually cold or? It's freezing. Is, is there ice? Uh, there is ice and snow. Okay. Good, no one turned the heating on. There's no heating to turn on. Is this, is this another part of Prince X? <laughs> 
Acorn's thing? Are they also northern? No, I'm still bitter from last week where James turned the central heating on and I lost to my dad in a battle of northernness. I see. Oh. <laughs> Never turn the heating on. That meter telling you how much energy you've used is still something that I... Do you not have those in America? No. God, no. It's basically just a dice roll. I literally don't know what anyone's talking about. We have about. these meters that tell you exactly how much electricity you're using at any given time and roughly how much that's costing. Yeah. They make it so that like they make it so that dads can get really obsessive about mm, the number went up point one. Mm, don't like it. Dads it's a... all over the UK with spreadsheets. <laughs> it's a dice roll. Basically, I just use lights and energy and just see what happens. You know how much? Oh, I guess I owe that much. You, I don't you've know. not been British until you've turned a light on and not turned it off. And had had a parent come up to you and go, look, come look at the number. You left this light on and that number's gone up, point one. Mm. <laughs> Are you going to pay for that, point one? <laughs> or if I you're lighting I'm... the door out too long and someone's like, we're not paying to eat the street, you know. <laughs> Dystopian. Wait till after Brexit. <laughs> yes, I said I live in the north. <laughs> That's why every year at winter, it's a competition between me and my dad as to who can go the longest without turning the central heating on. Does the competition warm you? No, it hardens me. That's better than being comfortable. <laughs> or putting your big coat on. Anyway, you've got to see the spirit of the forest. How's that going? I love to see the spirit of the forest. It makes me very happy. Corn wants to give everybody uh, snowshoes or skis. Do, do you just have like a, a shed full of sports equipment? At any given time, bro. <laughs> I would imagine a jock has like a good supply of sports surprise. There's probably an acrostic somewhere as well. Yeah. I, I think I think the sergeant turns down the the skis. He's already got some tennis shoes that back in the wall were used for walking on the snow. Gotcha. You just sort of taped them to your feet, rough Ooh. and ready. Yeah, the princess is just sort of holding like one paw up. Horses don't have paws, do they? Afraid not. <laughs> what do horses have? Hoofs. 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 I mean, you're you're a, you're a you're a member of royalty. You can have paws if you want. <laughs> Wait, are these like My Little Pony unicorns? Uh, I I I think the giddy corn probably is. <laughs> okay, I just don't know if we're like picking things up with our mouths or psychically or which is with our articulated hooves. Well, I, I, oh, I, I, at this point, I should probably get into the mechanics of this game. Probably would have been a good idea to bring up that. Please um, let me have body horror hooves. <laughs> Actual hands. <laughs> oh, oh no! So we are rolling uh, just d8s today. You will all start on a on a four. This is your starting number. You need to keep uh, a track of your number, and you will be going above your number to be more magical, and below your number to be more mundane. Yeah. So it's... if you need to do something mundane, roll below your number, and if you succeed, that number will go up. So it'll be harder to do magical things and easy to do more mundane things in the future. But if you become too mundane, you will just turn into a horse. And if you become too magical, you will ascend to a heavenly body and no longer give a fuck about the problems of the world. <laughs> yeah, this is a modified version of a one-shot that's called uh, Honey Heist. I think that's the basic mechanics of it's it, the yes. basic mechanics. Uh, so yeah, so basically, roll below below your current number to do mundane things and above it to do magical things and that number will shift as you go making so you've got to do a bit of magic and a bit of mundane mm-hmm. for every few times you magically make something wondrous happen you have to fill out some tax forms pretty much you have a really boring magical tax forms yep. claim a VAT back on some sprinkles taxes can be magic Oof, my money's Oof. gone 
<laughs> Poof, I don't know how much I owe, but the IRS is coming for me for more. Yay. Wait, do you all call it the IRS as well? No, uh, no just I'm just talking you. about your ridiculous pagan system. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. If we say an Americanism, everyone in the world knows what we mean. If we say the British thing, the Americans will go, oh, what's that? We don't know what that is, because no American... Her Majesty's doesn't... Revenue and Customs. Oh, Her Majesty's Revenue HMRC. Okay, yeah. I'm sure that gets very annoying, but it does come from a genuine place of wonder of hearing about your magical land. Okay, can I roll to stab something with my horn? Are you going with one of the, the Spirit of the Forest's guards or the Spirit of the Forest themselves? Um, no, who do you wish to stab? Or oh, just I'm some sorry. of Nick's sports equipment. I was going to say just like the snow, but like, be gone, foul snow. Leave our okay. land and blight it no more. We must have fun. Are you doing this magically or mundanely? It seems pretty mundane. Then roll mundanity. You're, you're stabbing it just with just five. That's you not good. Failed. That has to be below. You have failed to stab the snow. You have failed. You just did some magic instead. Glitter came out of your horn. You made the snow sparkly and more appealing. Ooh, festive. Off in the distance, someone shouts, "Yay! We love the snow!" Yeah, now I'm just distracted, rolling around in the snow just with my sparkles. What's just gonna... you here? Considering how much I. I... The years I spent out there, blood, sweat, and tears fighting for this nation, I, I expect to come back home and to have somewhere wonderful and pleasant and lovely to be. This seems like the work of some evil forces is coming, and I need to know where I can be pointed to destroy the enemy. It is as well that you feel this way, for the spirits of winter has blighted our land with this snow. Can I fight this Spirit with heavy artillery. Is this uh, is this a metaphorical villain, or can I go and do all of the bloodshed? This is a very literal villain, and the only way we can truly deal with the spirit of winter is to kick him in the balls. Bro. Well. Indeed. With friendship? With a unicorn kick. It's like a mule kick, but much fancier. Everyone looks to the jock. Nods. <laughs> to confirm. Do you need a demonstration, bro? <laughs> I would like to see a demonstration from this jock of your yeah. most spectacular unicorn yeah. kick. The most magical kick in the balls. May I roll mundane to try and fashion a some sort of mock enemy out of wood that can be used for demonstration purposes? Sure, roll your magical mokujin. And Nick has successfully air-kicked how, uh, how, how good of a Seven. I feel that was yeah. a mundane roll. I have failed to create a very good failed. thing to kick. Nick has become more magical, so lower your number to three. Becky, you haven't rolled anything yet. Roll me a d8. To do what? We're going to define what kind of fortress that the enemy is held within. Ah. One. Tis a castle in the sky. Excellent. That is exactly in my wheelhouse. <laughs> I knew Miyazaki was behind this. <laughs> you must head to the Floating castle in the clouds. There you shall find the spirit of winter. <laughs> How you're going to get up there is anyone's guess. Jumps! I need to ask some questions about the lore of this world. Yes. Did the Unicorn War include airships of any kind? <laughs> if you wanted to. You were there. <laughs> Tell me about it. Oh, oh. Takes me a second to remember it. Was, it was quite the horrors. We had, uh... Had some basic airships, uh, Pegasi, Pegasi designed. Oh god, 
I'm I, I, picturing a ship that's like a Pegasus, and all I can picture now is the Flintstones and having to sort of run to get the the, the Pegasus feet to move as you take so off. That, so there's just like uh, some some Pegasi just sticking one wing out of the side of the ship, <laughs> and they're all just paddling along through the air. It's all living. <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> right, gotcha. That that sounds terrifying. <laughs> War is not a pleasant thing. Okay, and you know where one of these airships might be found now? The war hasn't gone on for quite some time. It, you know, have to, have to go track down some ex-war people. Don't know how, uh, how willing they'd be to get back in the air after what they saw. But picture maybe that maybe somewhere on the outskirts of the city there might be some Pegasi who might just be reluctant to fly, but might be around as an option. Okay. Now, if they don't let us use the air- airship, can we saddle up the Pegasi and ride them as unicorns? Is that a faux pas? Probably, but you do have a princess with you, so maybe you can convince them to prostrate themselves in some way. How how extreme does does Jock... Let's go with Matt. Matt the Bronicorn. How, how extreme does Matt get with his sports? How extreme does Matt get with his sports? Tell us about Matt. Matt is non-judgmental. He's, he's a bro on every level. He's got the badminton gears, but he's also got, like, glider suits, is what I was thinking. Squirrel suit on a unicorn. Yeah, is this going to be a a just cause <laughs> kind of solution, yeah. you think, are you thinking? Yeah, you know, <laughs> put on the suits, jump out of the airship. I don't know that unicorn legs do that. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely not. That's why Matt may be the only, only one who owns one of these. They're wildly unsuccessful. Where are you just going to look like a medieval horse in the little horse dresses? Oh. I, I, have, I have to share with you yes. something so I can get it out of my head. I'm okay. picturing a horse based uh, or a unicorn base jumping and trying to pull the ripcord and being like, oh no, I have hooves. You've got a very long face. It's like a cartoon. <laughs> 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 it's <just> like, <laughs> as the hooves like yeah. trying to pull at the ring strip. <laughs> Yeah, I think between these two plans, we definitely should try to steal an airship from a military base before we try base jumping, which is a wild thing to say between hey, the two, but that's where we are. It's a solid plan, though, bro. And if that's a bust, I guess we can just try and magically grow wings. Somebody roll me a d8. I'll do it. What does a d8 get us? A four? What does a four do? So you're heading off towards this uh, military complex that you're aware of, where you think you might be able to break in and get yourself an airship. And you notice that there are a lot of strange creatures around. Flies buzzing around them. They're sort Hello! Of... <laughs> They're sort of dressed in red, and, and they, they look so... they've got sort of greying, matted fur around the, the edges of their clothing. And sort of grey beards. And they appear to be sort of stumbling around in the snow. These creatures. And you're not quite sure what's going on. One of them you, you notice is sort of leaning vaguely against a tree. As you approach. Mm. Friends! Bro. As you greet this creature it turns around. And you realise it's some sort of short but very old man. And uh, his flies are open and he appears to be pissing snow. Ew. Oh no! Just onto the snow. Oh wait, no, pissing Dang. onto the snow, not pissing snow. <laughs> He's pissing snow onto the snow. It is not oh. yellow snow. <laughs> Can I roll to hate that? <laughs> okay, roll to hate that. That'd be mundane. 
too. I hate it successfully. Successful. You're more mundane than you were. Add one to your number. <laughs> if, if you had failed to hate that, you would have learned something new about your character. Just let it not awaken anything. Yeah, I def- I'm very into this. I'm lying under this. <laughs> I definitely am trying to get as far away from this as possible. This is very bad for my happiness, for my giddy corn. This is not the vibe I'm trying to achieve. Okay, the sergeant uh, witnesses the, the upsetting of the very, very cartoonish unicorn. Is like, ready to start a fight now. Squaring up. Okay. What What do you think you're doing here? Uh, it sort of belches at you and goes, Ho, 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 I'm not on my knee. I do not want that. I cannot express how much I don't want that. Can I kick the scary man in the face? You can kick the scary man in the face. You, you can do it, bro. Roll my dane. Just like I taught you. Two, I kick the scary man in the face. You do. Add one to your number. His face just caves in and he crunches <laughs> backwards. There's a lot of blood on the snow. Uh, the sergeant would now him. like to interrogate this man. Now he is uh, okay. Um, face down, bloodied in the snow. I don't know how effective that would be. Uh, there are some sort of gurgling noises from his throat. What are you doing here? What Gurg- is your connection to the winter? What are you doing? The sergeant begins to just shake him. <laughs> It's useless, he refuses to talk. Uh, you notice that there's a couple of others stumbling out of the, the f- foggy, snowy day towards you. Flies down, just staggering oh, forward. Pissing snow. Pissing snow in a sort of side-to-side motion as they swing in the breeze. Hmm. This is real, real not good. Not great, no. No. The sergeant shouts at them. Your friend there. Do you want that to be you? Can't sit on my Oh, was that come sit on my knee? Yeah. Oh, oh, I didn't understand what he was saying before, but no, no. Why do you think I kicked him in the face? I, just because he was a creep pissing snow. I'm still running away, just this whole time. I just want to, I rolled it to successfully not like this, so I'm gone, bye. Okay, um, the sergeant wishes to go and kick some fucking ass. Okay, roll to kick some ass. Oh. Oh, wait, we're not playing Fate, so... <laughs> Two! Success! Raise your number! You will struggle to magic anything later. Yeah, I need to do some magic shit. Mm. I'll follow the Sarge's lead. Two! You've got two more drunken mall Santas kicked in the face. And oh. you all go tearing off towards the uh, the military base. I wish to attempt something magical. Okay. Uh, I wish to attempt to hit at least one of the remaining ones with a... You use my magical, magical powers as I learned in the war to create a big snow fist and just sort of give him a big punch. Okay, so you're you're green lanterning this with the snow, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's what I'm going for. This last one is staggering towards you, swinging from a, bo- a bottle. Uh, of that's a four. That's not magical enough. Uh, you you raise some snow up, and it just lightly sprinkles back down again. It's like a a small shaken snow globe. Why do I keep creating un- unintended magical winter wonderlands? Okay. Yeah, what do you want to get I am going to go and see what happens when something does sit on their knee. Uh, no. Oh, no. Three no. to hallucinate. Can I make it hallucinate? Can you make it hallucinate? That sounds magical. <laughs> yeah. That sounds magical and that you sounds are... sounds like you failed to magic that. <laughs> okay. Apparently I can't magic things when I'm cringing too hard. Now, now okay. you're just sitting on a creepy man's knee. You're sitting on a creepy man's knee and you can just smell weak old whiskey breath, maybe oh. some vomit, oh. and possibly like a whole salmon just jammed in the inside of his oh, jacket. <laughs> That's I'm, a joke I'm, for like I'm, three I'm, people. Yeah, I would say, is that a specific <laughs> reference? The Christmas yeah. salmon? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm 
just picturing these as just drunk sex pest mall Santas. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're okay. very earth. That's a very earthbound kind of enemy. That is a Can- very earthbound enemy. I've never played earthbound. So oh, it's that. I'm sorry. You've accidentally invented earthbound. Can I just drive by in a tank that I took <laughs> off screen while they were doing this? <laughs> okay. Um. In which case, we're gonna have to. We've split the party already. So <laughs> no, that was just a joke. It's just a joke. I'm kidding. I am happy to let you try and break into a military compound and steal a very specially designed tank for hooves. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll roll for hoof tank. Don't get it twisted. That's, I think, magical because I want to like do a magical cloak on myself so I can just walk in and just, cl- you know, clop into a tank. Okay. Well, there's there's a there's a couple of guards standing by the door. Boom! Six on magic. My number's five. That is a success. Making my way downtown, magic horse, try to stop me. That's what I'm singing as I walk in, and I'm invisible. <laughs> And they're just like so just in love with your music and just like, it's so beautiful and I feel so happy inside. And then I'm just gunning the tank. <laughs> I, I like the thought that someone sat by the radio and was like, I didn't remember turning the radio on, but I'm liking the tune. <laughs> All of a sudden, just like the tank comes just straight through the wall behind them, flattens one of them. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the group and be like, "Look, I got a tank!" And then they're gonna remind me that we don't need a tank. That's not helpful at all for our quest. Oh, no, and I'm no, no. Be very the sergeant sad. turns around and just salutes you and goes, "Good job! Didn't know you Matt had it." Matt will in still you. give you a bro five or bro fist, bro hoof. Thank you. I guess we gotta go back and get the airship. I got distracted. Never apologize for getting and finding a tank. A tank is always useful. I had a tank at my wedding. Save the day. You're married, sir. <laughs> Oh, yes, I am. Oh, it's a story for the ages. Did you know a small, I suppose you would call it a military coup began at my wedding? Oh, well, the stories I would tell you. Can you? (laughs) What a way to start wedding, and I thought my wedding went badly. (laughs) Cool. So you head back to the now quite compromised military facility. Sorry, Jane. (laughs) There's lots of... uh... I'm scraping my butt on the snow the whole way there just to get the mall Santa smell off. Oh, are you butt dragging? I'm carpet yachting the whole way. Yeah. And you're not walking on the snow. <laughs> okay, so everyone's just going to assume that you have unicorn worms or something. Yeah, I haven't let go of my little rainbow walking a foot off the floor either, so there's just going to be three sets of hoof prints in a line. Oh! oh. <laughs> nice. Okay, so there's, there's like seven or eight confused looking uh, military personnel around this huge gaping hole in the side of their compound. Can the sergeant attempt to magically disguise the rest of our party in illusory military uniforms? Suck it and sing. We're all here on military business. <laughs> eight. That is the most magical you could be. Oh, I, I, mag- I magic you such good uniforms. Um... At, at the sight, the mere sight of them, everyone's like, "Oh, I didn't know we'd hired three more brigadier generals." But everyone's <laughs> saluting you as you come in. It's very awkward with three legs on the ground. <laughs> they salute you slightly, slightly dip forward, and then have to put the leg down. Right, right. Sorry for the commotion. Official military business. Everyone, we are in need of some aircraft. Sir, yes, sir. Do we have? Any personnel on hand who can fly an aircraft? Sir, no, sir. Where can we find some staff who would be willing to fly this aircraft? <laughs> I'm in a tank, and I just drive into the aircraft. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, that one up there, the most official one here. You you do anything they tell you. 
Beep, beep. I think, I think they work for the Wendy's now, sir. <laughs> the Wendy's. The local Wendy's. What, just, just the food the, store the, Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, that's where Pegasus is work. Pegasi? Okay, can we all hop in the tank and head to the Wendy's drive-thru? <laughs> Why the fuck not, honestly? I had a mouthful, you can't do that. I want to roll for a Frosty. I don't know what they serve sure. at Wendy's. What do they serve at Wendy's? The Frosty, burgers, chips, baked potato. Chili. I want to roll for a baked potato. Yeah, chili. Famously, someone found a severed finger yeah. in the chili. Ooh. Everyone knows that roll story. Roll for a severed finger. <laughs> Is that magical or mundane? <laughs> Depends on the finger, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Matt, Matt's extreme. Matt will go for the chili. <laughs> so, we all roll up to the the Wendy's in our town. If the three of you want to make your orders, um... After you have done so, the sergeant is going to inquire about uh, ex-military members. Oh my god, I forgot that's what was happening. <laughs> okay, um, it's only been like two minutes. There's a lot's happening, look. there's It's a deep lore. <laughs> deep lore of this story. How are you going to try and persuade them? Well, uh, uh, yeah, Wendy Stolf, we require uh, a... Uh, uh, a frosty, a jacket potato, uh, some chili that may or may not have a finger in it. <laughs> and, magical uh, or a non-magical finger? Uh, either one will do. Um, also, is it? I, 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 I'm about to ask this, and I've just realised the ramifications <laughs> of of military veterans working in fast food. I know, what an indictment uh, of the empire's failure to take care of its is, soldiers. Exactly. Um, do you, by any chance, have any ex-military staff working in this fine establishment? Apart uh, from myself and three other teens, it's all ex-military staff. Yeah, it's all just tell much. them to crawl into the the tank. We just we left the thing open. Just tell them to bring our fries and just get in the tank. <laughs> I don't think any of us um, ordered fries. You're gonna need some form of persuasion. Are you um, persuading magically or mundanely? I'm going to attempt to magically conjure visions of. The good times they had in the war with their friends, you know. It was pro- a fucking war! <laughs> it's like a two-second clip of them just jacking it. <laughs> Brotherhood and friendship amongst, you know. I try and be like, yeah, I remember all your friends when you had a sense of purpose. Come join the army. They were hanging out listening to 60s rocks, jacket-jacking it while oh on action. Yes, okay. exactly. Yeah. I, I try and create a magical military recruitment video. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't like Magic Nom. I don't like Magic Nom. Uh, four. I do not successfully convince them with magic to rejoin the war. Okay, no, so you've got a, a lot of military vets that are now just very stressed. No, if anything, I think I've made myself quite stressed. I, I tried to bring up... It's like, oh, I'll magically show them all the good times we had in the war. Oh no, I can't remember the end of any times I had in the war. Oh no, oh, no. no. War is hell. Oh no. I'm going to try and persuade them over to our side with drugs. Five. <laughs> Are they magic drugs? <laughs> I mean, magic mushrooms. That's a yeah, thing. Yeah, where, where do we sit on magic mushrooms and other hallucinogens? Well, I don't sit on them. I tend to just put them in my face. <laughs> Can I persuade them to come and fly some aircraft for us if I get them stoned first? I mean, if you give them mag- magic mushrooms, they won't need a fucking airship. They'll be they'll be flying all by themselves. Hey. Yes, you have rolled successfully with magic mushrooms, so <laughs> you've now got a bunch of tripping military vets, and you're just spooning them into the back of a tank. <laughs> oh, oh wow! It seems a bad idea to put them in the plane. 
Yeah, now this has gone from a fortunate sun montage to a magic carpet ride mar- montage. It's the same era, but it's a different vibe now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. Okay, so um, the text just rolling along. You're playing some Grateful Dead. You're heading back to the military <laughs> compound. All right, soldiers, let's crash this airship into the castle. Extreme. Yeah, bro, we need parachutes, bro. Meh. Just in case. I mean, not in case. When we crash, we are going to need air. We're going to need parachutes. Does Matt have parachutes? Can Matt <laughs> magically fish for parachutes? Matt, I'm get, go to your bag of holding and magically fish some parachutes out. Skydiving is an extreme sport for bros, yeah. I feel. <laughs> three. Is. I think so. My number is three. Does it... It's your th- wow, have you magicked yourself yeah. that poorly? Wow, you won't mundane no. anything, will you? Okay, so... <laughs> You get oh, another. Bro. You get another number. Hooray! You're gonna struggle to do anything mundane. That's the power of the extreme. Yeah, I'm oh. back down to four. He is so ex- he's too extreme. You get everyone sort of clamped into position, wings poking out the side. Those of us who are sober should probably be like putting a hand on the wings so we can steer it like rudders. Just sort of just just tilt them the way they need to go. <laughs> yeah, and hey. the airship sort of slowly takes off. Luckily, the roof is designed to just open up as the ship lifts. I, I like to picture that, that one of these Pegasi looks down and they're like, Fuck, I think I'm flying. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, a Pegasus, a creature with wings. Yeah, he's flying. The, he's forgotten he can fly and he thinks he's it's something wonderful. That's, uh, just like, it's like, like, like there's vapor trails off my wings. <laughs> camp trails, camp trails. <laughs> So you gently glide slowly towards the, the magical sky castle, which looks beautiful and magical and castly in the skyish. May I make one request? Mm-hmm. Can we retroactively say that we also got parachutes for the Pegasi? Because they're tripping balls up in the sky. I feel like they should have parachutes. So they can have a nice safe landing in the snow to die of hypothermia. Got ya. No! <laughs> How bleak. No! <laughs> Sometimes there are casualties of war. (laughs) Sometimes there are casualties of D&D players who forget that that they need to think about other people. (laughs) Hey, has anyone outside of the player characters ever matted in any role-playing game? I'm playing as royalty. I think I've committed to the bet. Yeah, that's probably true. So you're gliding in. Are Are you going to try and get through a window? Going through the front door? Gliding up to a rampart? Hmm. <laughs> I think we just try to bring it down on the roof, right? That's where the boss fights usually are. <laughs> uh, it turns out this boss was in the basement. Somewhere oh, warm. Fuck. Yeah, okay. I- I'm up for that. We'll go for the roof. <laughs> we, just, we just bring it down on top of the castle and I just yell out the window like, Martyr Legarius, where's my money, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you sort of gently glide the ship down. The four of you get off and the Tripping Pegasi are just like off on their own. You've lost them. You didn't put the parking brake on. They're oh, gone. No. <laughs> it's like they've got wings. They'll be fine. They're flying. With oh wings. no, my fries! <laughs> your fries have gone cold now, and no one wants cold fries. Oh no, the new Wendy's fries are really good. They redid their fries oh, yeah. a couple years ago. Oh, they're, they're much better great. now. What a sad loss. This is the tragedy of war. <laughs> also. <laughs> also, I've just realised because we landed on the roof. We've gone a little bit Santa Claus imagery here. We've landed our sleigh on the roof. Are we going to try and enter through the chimney? I mean, there's a door. Yeah, we need some royalty-free 
nutcracker suite as we go down. All right, yeah, I have I have my big takeout bag, like uh, Santa's sack of toys. <laughs> it's just all grease stained. Yeah, you can see through it almost. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you're heading in. Mm-hmm. Heading down, down the stairs. How, do horses walk downstairs? Okay. No, I'm, no, no, no. I know cows can't. Horses... No, the legs don't bend that way. I think we can go down okay, backwards. So so I'm imagining that this car- castle is basically designed for Daleks, and it's just ramps everywhere. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm on YouTube now. Horses going down oh, stairs. I, I did just do a, a research, and they can go downstairs. Yeah, yeah they're doing it. It is yeah, just a they little can't bit go upstairs. It's a little bit tricky, and you need to have not, like, the steepest set of steps, but they can slowly, gently do it. As we do it, I'm just saying, like, I don't love this. This isn't ideal. <laughs> Sorry, kitty. Um, can I attempt to, uh, as an ex-sergeant, give them a military-style pep talk to, you know, <laughs> down those stairs? Sure, give me a, a, a mundane roll. Yeah. Uh, that's an eight. I couldn't have been much more magical. Okay, you, you start giving this speech, but then there's just, like, um... Like a whole uh, PowerPoint presentation behind you about how to go downstairs, and it's just too much. Just too much. You've, you're patronising everyone, no. and, and everyone's a little bit do you, sad. Now. Do you not? Do you not respond well to being PowerPoint presentation dad about your poor stair technique? By by a shouty military person. Do better at stairs. My knees are bad for this. Do I'm better sorry, at I stairs. Becky, <laughs> will you roll me a d8, please? Two. So you reach uh, like a landing, and there just seem to be a few people walking up and down uh, the halls here. They're probably about three foot tall, and they have little uh, conical hats on. No, they are they are gnomes. Oh heck, they're very fleshy. I know you're in the middle of giving Becky the results of her role, but when she's done, I absolutely have to lick one of these fellas. Wait, do you, wait when you say they're very fleshy... They're very fleshy. What does that mean? <laughs> it looks like they're, they're not wearing clothes. They are, they're, they're clo- they're, their skin is just that colour oh. and that shape. Oh and no. That, that's not a hat. That's, I continue, that's skin of some sort. I continue not to like this. <laughs> Why is this so bloodborne? Unca- this is a very uncanny valley. Why is uh-huh. everything except the unicorns just... Uh... Jane, why is this bloodborne? Is this like unicorn racism and everything's fine? It's just us, or...? The, the sergeant looks at the rest of the party and goes, For everything you enjoy in your world, there are horrors outside those walls. Alright, I failed. I, I, I tried to just mundanely make friends with these gnomes and I rolled a six, which is too magical, unfortunately. I, I want to hear this conversation of you failing to make friends with a nut, with a flesh gnome. <laughs> yeah, I was just running over and be like, hey, little guy, maybe you should put some pants on? Maybe just not let your whole thing hanging out? This is real bad for me. Oh, it appears to have no genitals whatsoever, but it does turn around towards you. Open its mouth in similar ma- ma- method to the, the sort of nutcracker image, and just make this sort of noise at you. Aha! Oh, that's bad. All of the other flesh gnomes in the hall turn towards you. I don't think they want to be your friend. Uh, and start marching towards you. Uh, you're being attacked by fleshy, uncanny valley gnomes. Sergeant, save me! <laughs> Tactical retreat! <laughs> Back up the stairs. <laughs> oh no, the stairs. Uh, tactical <laughs> <My> lock <laughs> I'm going to make them hallucinate each other as snacks. 
Okay, roll roll to trip. Six, I succeed. You do. I just said that the land was called Dimethyl Triptia. It doesn't all have to be drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but sure. Well, if you're a member of the of the royalty of a drug kingdom. <laughs> a, a drug, drug lordess. <laughs> it wasn't when you conceived it. Things have happened now. Ah, oh, the joys of role-playing games. <laughs> you never know. Just let your players do whatever. It's fine. I should have brought the tank. Can, can, how high would I have to roll on the magic number to try and lift the tank from down on the ground very slowly to join us? Uh, you'd probably have to give me seven successful magic rolls That's a lot. in succession to bring it up here. Can I Which try? Which I think would drag you well over your limit. This is a good Chekhov's gun. We'll be like three rounds into the final boss fight. He'll be one wing angel <laughs> form, like all hope is lost, and then the tank will crash through the ceiling and land on him. <laughs> Sephiroth Big ass tank (laughs) Okay If you want something you can roll a d8 And have something off the items menu Off the items menu There's a secret items menu I haven't told you about Oh. So if you want something uh, A MacGuffin of some sort You can roll a d8 I would like to roll a d8 and try and get something off the secret menu Roll a d8 and have something off the secret Wendy's menu Is is this an actual secret menu Or is this like when the internet tells you there's a secret menu And it's like no you just forced someone to make that thing Roll a d8 and find out Okay (laughs) One You look down uh, in the corner corner of the hallway Someone must have dropped this You don't know where it came from You see what appears to be the most magical muffin you have ever seen It's a small muffin it's got a big grin on its face. It's covered in glitter. It's sparkling ra- with like a like a weird transparent rainbow all around it. Austin. Me. I think you need to eat this muffin. <laughs> Wait, okay. I just need to establish something first. You made, uh, okay. So the drug princess made all the gnomes hallucinate that each other were snacks. Are they cannibalizing each other in the background of this? Because if so, I will join eating the muffin and we can all just sit together and have a snack. Oh, adorable. I, I think that has to be the picture. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think that has to be the way. So <laughs> Okay, um ignoring all of the cannibalism going on, the sergeant is going to bring over our tiniest, most adorable member, a <laughs> tiny adorable muffin. It's weird because as the as the gnomes are like biting through each other, it's like leaving a mark, but it's like chewing through bubblegum. Like there's a teeth mark, but there's no innards in there. It's just flesh all the way through. Uh-huh. There's no blood, no gore. Uh. Just just flesh. What happens when the flesh being eats all of the other flesh being? I don't know. Is that what Oh no, th- that's bad. That, Is you that made what that Kirby's like on the inside? Probably. Okay. Okay. When we hit Jigglypuff. What's the consequence? <laughs> What's the consequence of this muffin? What does this muffin do? Austin, are you eating the muffin? Yep, I sit down with the gnomes as they're cannibalizing each other and I just join them. I'm just like, ooh, picnic. <laughs> You two, it's it's adorable. They're eating each other in the most horrifying way possible. You're just num 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 num, tiny little muffin, and you know occasionally like dabbing cheek. Oh no, a little a little crumb here. And dabbing, just doing the num <laughs> dabbing as well. I I would love to see a horse dab. It's great. <laughs> um, you are now glowing as the muffin did with this sort of rainbow vibe, uh, and you will have advantage on any magical rolls. For the next two rolls. Suck it, bitches. I'm wizardly. Sorry. So while you were doing that, I did Google can a horse dab. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Uh-huh. What are the results uh, of this Google? A lot of, <laughs> um, a lot of fan art. Very little in the way of scholarly research. Uh-huh. So you're saying it's an untapped field for study. Yeah. 
But that is the flavor of this. Okay, so I think, because I ate the muffin, that I have magical dabbing powers, and so I can be more powerful if I dab. I don't... It, they're not actually related, but I'm going to dab for my next magic rolls, and that's why they're better. Okay, so you're going to use dab magic. That's very appropriate for polyamory. Excellent. Thanks. <laughs> um, right, so... So you uh, you head down this hall, you head further down into the castle, and you start to hear this noise like... It's a really chunky cat. Could be a really chunky cat. <laughs> uh, you fling open this door, and there inside is a very old-looking man in long, maybe once white robes, but they're sort of yellowed and greyed in places. It looks like he's never washed them. You're giving me that that vision of like yellow snow from the description earlier. Now, Yellowy just just imagine white. someone who started in nice, clean white robes and hasn't changed them for about thirty years, and has oh. this sort of long, really like nasty beard that's got like lots of spare food in it for later. Oh, um, for later specifically. There's something twinkly about his eyes that he just looks. Sort of strangely magical and powerful. And he's um, basically twisting this large uh, crank. And a large ice cube is basically being fed into the top of it. And it is causing snow on the land below. Like, like those uh, home snow, snow yeah. cone making machines. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like a Mr. Frosty. <laughs> just <laughs> over the town. Oh. This is the spirit of winter. Hey, you, you stop that. You <laughs> knock that off right now. Yeah, what, what are you trying to achieve here? I am bringing peace to all of the forest. Do you see my face? Does this look like peace has been brought to me? <laughs> Unicorns are not part of my plan. The sergeant's about to bring peace to your dick and balls. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're wearing a cup, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously the sergeant's going to horse kick this person in the, in the genitals. We've established this. That's the premise of this one shot. That's always yeah. going to happen. Can I, does anybody else want to do something before Laura wins this entire thing? Well, no, no, it's the jock who's got to do it, presumably. The jock is the one with the kicking experience. No, this is your moment. You have oh, to own okay. it. I, Never let I it feel go. like the, this this is, this seems too easy. I feel like I, I'm i not going to just roll to kick him in the balls and succeed. It's going to be contested. <gasps> contested? Well, fuck it. I would like to... Let's just go for a regular kick in the in the balls. I don't think that the sergeant is is particularly um thinks that this needs a magical touch or that anything's going to come up against this because it's just old old crusty fella. So six. That is not going to be a particularly mundane number. No, no. The uh, figure in white with the long beard just magically just shimmies to one side, out of the way. Okay, so I'm I'm super magical. Can I maybe uh, seeing this shimmy? Use from my my magical powers, uh, like empower maybe the uh, mat the jock unicorn to be like super speed. I want to like use use like my rainbow magic powers to make him super fast, and okay. so he can do a running oh, kick yeah. into the balls. Yeah, we can we can give dramatic lead up. We can give advantage to that. All right. Oh, four and two. Those both fail. Sorry. Oh right. no. So you beam your magical beam at at Matt, and it just sort of drops off. It's like a little. It, it doesn't quite hit. Oh no! It's I'm sorry. I should, him. It's, it's, I should have dabbed this harder. Never happens. It's it's the the it's the magic coming coming out of the horn equivalent of just like it just dribbles and then goes into. Oh. oh. 
does our magical member of the party, uh, our royal member, have any any ideas? Or is this all beneath them? Yes, but also they're annoying. <laughs> Uh, is it a mundane roll to spear them in the balls? Spear them in the balls? Yeah, just kebab them a little bit. Sure, okay. Just a little kebab. Seven. Oh no. That sounds way too magical. Yeah, you sort of just charge past them magically. So you've got your, like this, imagine the Tron cycles, but there's a rainbow behind Ooh. you as you go charging towards them and just... Now you've got your horn stuck in a wall and you're just like, and I have to probably spend a little moment just pulling your head back out of this wall to a comedic sound of, like, wood twisting. Oh, I hate this. What bullshit plan does this ice-grating goblin even have? Matt, do you have anything, even without being supported magically? Matt. You could have something off the secret item list if you want. Yes, let's go for the secret item list because Matt's too magical. Roll! Eight. I'm quietly hoping that the, the secret item this has just gone. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says it. Uh, Matt, you will you will as hard as possible into your pocket dimension where you keep a lot of your sports equipment, and just ping out of the air comes a large inflatable raft. Huh. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. There's a large inflatable raft now. Good luck with that. I'm not sure what to do with this, but Matt will embrace it. He'll hop in. <laughs> this is the key, bro. He'll never see it coming. You have the element of surprise. It's like that Xbox peripheral. <gasps> oh, okay. If Matt's in there, can Sergeant push the, 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 the raft across the floor so that Matt can already be facing the wrong way around to do the backwards kick? Sure. Yeah, I'm going to try and sort of slide you across the floor into Roll kicking mundane. range. Uh, one. That is the most mundane you could possibly think. I successfully think. slide this thing across the floor, heading right towards those balls. Uh, yeah, there is just like a Tron cycle of grey <laughs> behind you. And you're just pushing it and there's just time slows down. This is literally example number one in the military handbook. Yep. <laughs> you, you spin the, the, the raft round, the camera pans out and it's like literally looking through the, the, the military manual. There's some little stick yep. unicorns do, Sergeant, doing this. Sergeant has a flashback to doing this his first day on the battlefield. Still with an inflatable raft, but like yeah. there's bombs going off either side. Yeah, there's, there's, to civilians. There's a, there's, there's a whole flashback to boot camp where you're, you're like blindfolded pushing like a, 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 a dummy across a field in a raft while someone's screaming at you. And all of a sudden time just flicks back to normal and there you are and, and Matt is spinning backwards towards this strange old man. Kick, kick for all your life, Matthew! Oh dear. This is five <laughs> it's always oh, mundane and you're the yeah. most magical person <laughs> in the world you skid sideways into this creature uh he's sort of pinned underneath you should have not have trusted a civilian with a tactically advanced maneuver <laughs> i'm sorry bro at this point at this point any of you can just go over and stamp on his balls so uh are you gonna take turns or stampede <laughs> sure. it's like that scene from the end of the lion king the, with the, uh, from the middle, with the, the buffalo. <laughs> the wildebeest. The wildebeest. <laughs> wildebeest, yeah. 
Okay. It's, it's the wildebeest scene from, from The Lion King. Because when you said, like, from, from below, I was imagining the scene from Office Space where you all just gathered around the printer just kicking him <laughs> in the balls while Matt's lying on top of him. Just, oh, hold him down, you kick him. Ah, uh, I fell my roll. Apparently I unstuck from the wall, ran towards, and just stuck in another one instead. <laughs> <laughs> just on the other side of the road. It's like, ah. Oh. Now you're doing a little sit because you're sad. Oh, well, yeah. Everyone else is gathered around kicking him in the balls. I rolled a one on my dane to stampede those balls. You you hit the balls so hard that they just fire up into his body. And <laughs> and, and the, the spirit of winter just seems to vanish, leaving only his sweat-stained robes behind him. Those were the Mufasa of oh, testicles. <laughs> Remember who you are. <laughs> I, 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 can we get away with the Mufasa of testicles as a title? Uh, sh- sure. <laughs> uh, as, as soon as the this spirit appears to have been defeated, um, the sergeant's going to turn around and go, I know I've been a bit hard on you, cadets. I have been a bit hard on you, but you have all pulled through and done amazing work you are. And a little tear comes, comes to the sergeant's eye as he tearfully salutes them. A job well done. Wait, have, have have we saved the world, or is the machine still doing bad? Well, no one's twisting the, the crank anymore, and you can hear this sound like someone letting the air out of a balloon, and you have a sort of sinking feeling, like the castle itself is slowly sinking. Oh, hmm. I'm going to put this castle next to my old castle. I'm going to have two castles now. We won this one, right? Okay, That's how being so which works. one? Uh, roll, to, roll to guillotine the bourgeoisie? Wait, no, this isn't fair. My head's stuck in a wall. I feel like that must be a magical roll. Because it's quite a magical thing a to magical guillotine the bourgeoisie. Yeah, it really is. Um, so the castle slowly lands not on anyone. Hooray, that's and good. It's already starting to feel warmer. Ah. And you all sit around and, I guess, decapitate the bourgeoisie. Yeah, of course. Uh, Naturally. <laughs> oh, okay. Fuck me, I guess. So apart from the princess, uh, it's, it's... oh, you're all right. You are. You are one of us. I see. Oh, you're just going to slaughter my entire family. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. the princess's father is uh, King Rome Unicorn. <laughs> he knows what he did. Yeah, he knows what he did. Heads will literally roll. So, what would you like to have happened to your people now that the Great Spirit of Winter is dead, and summer is coming back? Tell, tell me. What what happened to uh, the the giddy corn after this adventure? I mean, I I I ate that muffin, which gave me two advantages, and I only used one. So I'm gonna use my second one uh, right now to uh, I want to find the, the airship with those veterans, and then I want to magically create a, a competitor to Wendy's that they can work at and run Wendy's out of business, and they can be very successful with their new Wendy's. Okay, what do you want to call this new Wendy's? Hmm. Well, I rolled a six, and my number, I believe, is four, so I succeeded. And what what is better than Wendy's? Giddies? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, of course. I'm the Giddy Corn. Yeah. So Giddies is my new fast food restaurant. Giddies Fast Food Cooperative. Uh, yeah, obviously, comrade. Uh, I think it's mushroom-based, so it can be Excellent. vegan, right? Um, yeah. And we employ all the military veterans that from the dismantled uh, Empire State that we have just destroyed. I believe in the kind of quick montage there of the beheadings we kind of scooted <laughs> past. I, I I like to think that uh, the sergeant's ending is on a similar note of looking after veterans. Um, I think he's realized through his adventure here that uh, 
maybe the war wasn't such a fun time, and maybe he does have some baggage that he probably should have dealt with. So he's bussing tables so, at Giddy's now. Well, I think I think he goes to therapy, and then maybe goes, I'm going to train to be a therapist and, and yeah, treat treat and some ex, some ex military vets that maybe have oh. some trauma. Yeah, and so right, nice. right next to Giddy's is like the veterans uh, healthcare center. Right, he's talking. We stepped on a scrotum so hard, hard we solved war. <laughs> And in the end, isn't that the real solution to war? <laughs> we have to try it to find out. So, Matt, dude, uh, what are you doing after all well, this? Well, Matt needs to create a bro store for uh, extreme goods and and mundane goods. <laughs> extreme Mostly goods. extreme, though, because it appears that Matt is... Is it is it all... Is it all extreme sports good or other kinds of extreme well, goods? Just things that are just extreme. No, so, so here's the beauty of it, <laughs> is that it started as sports, but then Matt started to have cross-application. You know, why not extreme cooking, extreme laundry, yeah. extreme commuting? <laughs> there's, there's a washing machine in the corner that will, like, clean your clothes in about 40 seconds if it doesn't vibrate through the floor. Well, it, it, it encourages an extreme. Extreme is a lifestyle. So it's like, so it's like you know, the it, it cleans your clothes very quickly, but you have to reach your hand in while it's still going. And <laughs> that's the only way. So don't stop. Yeah, <laughs> I love this. Okay, uh, Princex, your family are dead and the bourgeoisie have been overthrown. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? It's extreme story <laughs> I mean, I was going to, you know, hire on the Giddycon as, like, palace staff, but all I have now is two empty palaces and a, a wear in my chest, so I am going to roll on the special <laughs> items menu. To see what my new purpose in life is. Okay, go ahead. Ah, that's a lot of trust to give the special item menu. I've had everything else taken from me. <laughs> please be a dildo, please be a dildo, please be a dildo. <laughs> Two. Okay. <laughs> you summon all of your magical power. You stand in front of your, one of, or your pair of castles and with the last of your hope, you summon the thing that you hope will make you happiest... And ping! In the air before you appears a uh, heavily armed pedlo in the shape of a swan. It's got like <laughs> mini guns on either side of it, but it is just like a swan boat that you pedal with your hoofs. Nice. So now we have the villain of the next one shot, huh? <laughs> I guess so. Tune in next time. I'm going to pedal off into the sunset. Oh no! I'll come back when my people need me. As the snow melts around you, you pedal off across the slowly melting... <laughs> Uh, well, that was wonderful. Thank you, everyone, for coming. <laughs> Thank you for uh, running this silliness for us. Uh, let's have more plugs from everyone. Austin, do you want to tell everyone where they can find you? Oh, gosh. I mean, yes, it's, it's Austin Yorsky everywhere. It's just my name. If you Google it, that should come up. What comes up when you Google me? I haven't Googled myself in a, such I'm a pretty, long time. I'm pretty sure your Patreon's the first thing it's to come up. It's just a list of what does this man look like? <laughs> oh, no. That's actually, there literally was a Reddit thread. What does Austin look like? I have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you just Google Austin Yorski, my Twitter comes up, uh, Patreon comes up. Yeah, Y-O-R-S-K-I is Yorski. It's Ukrainian. Long story. So that's Ooh. me. Find me. Nick. Uh, Where can we find that Nick player? I mean, yeah, if you really want to, I don't do anything on Twitter or anything. Really. I wrote you a theme tune and everything. <laughs> I know you did. No, I'm going to be having stuff happen in 2021. So, I mean, by the time you listen to this, 
I should be doing stuff. Maybe. Wait, this is going to come oh, out. This is going up like this weekend. Okay, well then never mind. Maybe stuff will happen. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, on Twitter, Instagram, at the Nick Flair. Um, but again, at, at the Bumbly Bee is far more active. And guinea pig. Yay! Guinea pig! It's so cute. I love their little noises and their little yeah. moinks. Becky, so where can we find your works? Uh, I can be found as at Becky Toothill on Twitter. And my animations can be found on YouTube under Curiosity Epidemic. I am Jane Magnet. I can be found on uh, patreon.com slash radio. Please support me. I work 69 hours a week. Nice. Um, but I could nice. do with any, any, any amount of donation. Thank you so much. Laura, famous author, haver of this book that I have. Yeah. Just touched your butt. Laura K. Buzz in all the places, but the big one at the moment is Things I Learned from Mario's Bar. It's an illustrated coffee table book of silly and serious video game character butt reviews. It's got a bunch of people in there. Um, uh, It's got so many people in there. It's got a Jim Sterling in it. It's got uh, Justin McElroy in it. A bunch of other people. Uh, There's a developer interview with Mike Bithell where he tells you that Thomas Was Alone is actually a game about butts for like six pages. No, you know. It's great. You should check that book out on February 4th, 2021. It's a good book. Yeah. He has a solitaire game out. I haven't oh, played it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It grew on me over time. My Bithel's like that. Yeah. It grows on you over time. Well, then, thank you very much for joining us. See you again sometime. Oh, bye. 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 bye.